Welcome to the North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter's Candid Conversations with the Candidates podcast. Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is a 501c nonprofit organization. All candidates for the Texas 30th Congressional District are invited to participate in our podcast series. The sorority is nonpartisan and does not endorse candidates. Tonight's conversation is with Ms. Jasmine Crockett, candidate for the Texas 30th Congressional District, and tonight's conversation will be led by Ms. Sharissa Payne, Social Action Committee member. Sharissa? Good evening, Ms. Crockett. How are you this evening? I'm doing well. How are you, Thor? I am wonderful. Thank you for joining us. First, how has your experience shaped you for this role? Man, uh... The, let me give you the long list of reasons. No, we don't follow that. Listen, uh, we are in some very challenging and different times in this country. And I tell people all the time, uh, even though my team doesn't like for me to, I, I hate politics. I, I hate that, uh, you know, I feel it necessary that I run in a time like this. But the reality is that we've got to have people understand the struggles that we're going through. We're living in a time in which they are trying, I say they, I mean certain people, are trying to take us back at least 50 and I refuse to go. Um, we've got so many ancestors that so that somebody like me could have an opportunity to become a black woman lawyer, to become a woman politician. I think that it's only right that I do my part and make sure that I'm opening doors for those that are coming Wonderful. What are two things you believe the district desperately needs, and what would be your plan to secure them? Economic opportunity, number one. Um, obviously, that's really been an issue that's been an ongoing issue, an issue that we tend to see in um, more of our minority districts in the um, That is a multifaceted issue uh, as it relates to jobs, as we smarter on criminal justice issues. Um, housing, uh, child care, um, all these things, education. And so, you know, I, I don't think that there's one bill right, or one thing that I could do, but I definitely applaud what's been done thus far, especially in the middle of um, the additional strain that's been put on certain communities in light of COVID-19. The Inflation Reduction Act um, is, is a game changer for sure, especially for I think that we've got to take it a step further. Uh, we know that the Secretary of HUD, Sora Fudge, um, who is really working on some very innovative things around getting historically have been unable to um, move into homes and start home ownership uh, journey, which would allow them to actually pass along some sort of wealth uh, to, to generations to come and to build wealth. And so I definitely plan to work on some things and just lending in general. So one of the committees that I am uh, hoping to join is the Financial Services Committee. They're the ones that will oversee and do a kind of equity um, and lending in general. So whether we're talking about housing or if we're talking about our small businesses, which we have a ton of small businesses, if we can somehow pump these uh, economic opportunities into the district, then I think that we can bring some people out of poverty and we can honestly the district grow and flourish and we know that with money and opportunities come better 
excuse for education and things like that. So uh, that's definitely one angle that I plan to take. So plan to just kind of work with those corporations that are coming into our district. Um, we've added Amazon. Uh, and so Amazon is full of a lot of potential job opportunities. We also have Southwest Airlines and Dallas Love Field that are located in District 30. And I think that we make sure that we're putting a little pressure, at least having the conversations about our larger corporations entering into a contract with some of our minority folks in the district and some of our smaller businesses. So that's yet another thing that I plan to do. What role will you play in strengthening the economic development in Dallas County? Yeah, so, um, you know, one of the things that we decided we were going to do is we're going to have some roundtables. Um, so as soon as we get past November 8th, but before 3rd, which is um, the official swearing-in day for the next member, uh, it is our plan with our nonprofit organizations, our for-profit large corporations, as well as our corporations, as well as a series of others. But I mentioned these three because, number one, we need to make sure that we best understand what the challenges are that those that are in position are experiencing right now. Um, once they tell me, hey, this is where we need the most help right now, then that means I can walk in on day one and have a specific agenda. Um, but another thing that we plan to do is there's a lot of opportunities already out there. It's just a matter of information. There's an information gap. And so I want to make sure start using um, the district office to its maximum ability um, sure that people know about different grants that are available, uh, different loans that are available, just different programs that are available, making sure people are getting trained up so that they can get some of the government contracts. As we know, the Infrastructure Act was another game changer on, on Biden. And so it's bringing so many economic opportunities and they were smart hey, this money is going to come down, but it doesn't just have to go to, say, your governor. Sometimes our governor misuses funds uh, or mishandles them, as far as I'm concerned, and he do what uh, the funds were earmarked for them to be uh, done for. And so our cities and governments can actually draw down on these federal dollars directly instead of having to specifically state, which means that we've got opportunities, but it doesn't do us any good if we've got people that are but they don't have the training and the requirements to actually be able to contract some of those funds. So I just want to make sure that I am maximizing the opportunity, giving whatever training, giving access to training, giving training to just overall uh, financial um, that I can. What sets you apart from your opponents and why should the district elect you to represent them? Yeah, so I'm the only in this race that's ever been run for office. Um, well, I take that back. I take that back. One person has run for office, but I'm definitely the only one that's ever been elected to office. And most people don't know um, that this is my, I guess this would be the third office that I would be elected to. And, you know, I tell people all the time, I never got in this to be like a career politician for sure. As I stated before, I'm not really a fan of politics. But when I see it, that's when I step up. And so the very first time that I stepped up, to actually serve the community. I was 20 years old in East Texas and only raised a total of $7,000. And over $50,000 was sent me for a district attorney seat. Um, that was at a time in which the state of Texas had not even a woman DA anywhere. But I was fearless and I felt like there was a need. 
after that, serving for a number of years in a number of terms as the party chair, um, the Democratic chair out in East Texas, and I was helping other candidates. When I got to Dallas, I was helping other candidates run for office, helping them to be successful because I just wanted good people in position. And so I hard to actually serve the people when you start at the top. I mean, it can happen for sure. Most people that are really running to be a public servant, they have already done the service before. And I don't think any of my opponents have done that. I, I feel as if um, they think that it, it, it may be cool to be a congressperson. Um, but I'll be honest with you. People ask me, am I excited about the potential of walking into um, this congressional I tell them I can't get excited because I understand the obligation. I understand it's upon me. I understand what's at stake. I understand that we're talking about reproductive rights, we're talking about voting rights. We're talking about the future of the LGBTQIA community. We're talking about equity and pay for women. We're talking about all these things. And so I don't really know what there is to get excited about. The only thing I know is that there's a lot of work to do. And I don't know that anyone in my race has a track to actually doing the work, let alone I'm the only attorney. The job is to write laws the entire country. Um, and so not only have I actually written laws before state of Texas, but I've practiced law in Texas, Arkansas, as well as federal courts. All right. What else would you like the constituents of District 30 to know? I just want people to believe. You know, people keep saying, hey, what all can we get done in Texas? And what we have seen this election cycle is the things that we never thought we were going to see. We saw pushback. We saw Alaska for the first time in 49 years elect um, other than a Republican to go to the U.S. House. We have seen what we can do when we believe in our power. And it's our power that has caused kind of this tsunami of, you know, let's disenfranchise. But I want y'all to know that, like, y'all are stronger and bigger than type of suppression that anybody tries to put on us if we just believe I promise you we can get this country back and so I just want everybody to believe and show up um, early Everything starts on October 24th election day is going to be on November 8th please get out there get the candidates research the candidates know who is fighting for you and make sure you just show up and make your voice heard well thank you Miss Crockett for this very insightful conversation Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated is a 501c7 nonprofit organization. All candidates, Republicans, Democrats, or independents running for the Texas 30th Congressional District were invited to participate in our podcast series. Please continue to follow the North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter social media pages for the next broadcast of the Candid Conversations with the Candidates. This is Deborah Curry, Social Action Chair of North Dallas Suburban Alumni Chapter of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated, wishing you all a good night.